Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise him this morning. Come on, church. You're worthy, Lord. Worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah. Captives no more in 2016. Live wires, get out of here while you can. Let's hear for our kids as they leave. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Captives no more in 2016. God called us placed us here in Kennett Square, a place that we'd never been before, didn't know anything about. Honestly, we really didn't understand. All we knew is God said go. We didn't understand the significance of this area. We didn't understand that some of the scriptures God gave us to bring us here were prophetic. Back in the 1800s, Kennett Square was known as the gateway to the promised land. <laughs> because of its proximity to the Mason-Dixon line, if a slave could get to Kennett Square, they knew that their freedom was guaranteed. I got to tell you, it's the same today. God has placed us, the power place here, for such a time as this. It's by no coincidence, it's not by any doing of ourselves, it's by the calling of Almighty God that He has placed us here, He called us. In your invitation, there's, there's a map inside. There's also an invitation to Milestone Sunday, make sure you use that, give it to somebody, welcome them. And invite them. But on the back of, of this Captives No More, there's a, there's a map of the Underground Railroad. And we're right there. And there's a reason why we're there. When God called us here, we didn't understand the significance of this place, the strategic location he was bringing us to. We did know that others had gone on before us. They tried to start Assembly of God churches here in the past. Nothing seemed to take root. And, and then God called us here. And I got to tell you, today we're standing on the shoulders of those who have plowed up the hard ground, planted seed that we're reaping a harvest from. I remember talking to Paul Grable, Rob's dad, who's gone on to his eternal reward is cheering us on from heaven today. <laughs> and he talked about this area and he said, he tried to start a church here. He said, it was my biggest ministry failure. And I looked at him and I said, Paul, there's no failure there. You made an investment that we're reaping the benefits from today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was an investment in what was to come. He and Arlene, they plowed some very hard soil. They planted vital seeds with their blood, sweat, and tears. And you and I are reaping the rewards of their planting. 
you never know what your faithfulness in the hard times is, means to those who are coming behind you. All you got to do is be faithful and do what God has asked you to do. Everyone has a part to play. We just have to be faithful to do our part. When the Corinthians were bragging about who they were with and all that was going on, Paul the Apostle said this, After all, who is Apollos? Who's Paul? We're only God's servants through whom you believe the good news. Each of us did the work the Lord gave us. I'm going to do the work the Lord gave me. And you've got to do the work the Lord has given you. Come on. Touch your neighbor and say, God's given you a job to do. Let's get busy in 2016. Paul said, I planted the seed in your hearts. Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. I did my part. Apollos did his part, but God's in the background doing everything that none of us can do. I wonder what, the, what work God has given you to do. What kind of job has God placed in your life for you to do? Nothing you do in the kingdom of God. No investment is ever wasted. All you got to do is obey and do what he's given you to do. So here we are in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. A place I'd never heard of before God called us here. The gateway to the promised land. And God places this captives no more vision in our hearts. And can I just say that since the email went out earlier this week, that we are fully funded for Captives No More Vision offering. Come on. $102,325 has been pledged for Captives No More for 2016. Hallelujah. God is up to something. And we get to be a part of it. Hallelujah. And then God places this scripture in our hearts for 2016. Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. <laughs> he has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released. That the blind will see. That the oppressed will be set free. And that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Woo. There's a few things we know for sure. We have been anointed by the Spirit of the Lord to bring good news to this area. Tag. You're it. Touch your neighbor. Tell him, tag, you're it. We got a job to do. I don't know if you've gotten a life journal yet. 
but in my life journal reading, and I, I hope you will pick one up. I think we'll have some out there today. They're only $5. But there's a reading plan in there. You can read with us. Why not start the new year outright? Get on board. Begin to write down what God is speaking to you. Someday you'll look back and say, wow, look what the Lord has done. And I got a journal capturing every moment of how God brought me to where I am today. It doesn't take long. And I was reading this week in Luke, uh, not in Luke, but in uh, Genesis chapter 2. Verse 5, it said, Nothing was growing because the Lord God hadn't yet sent rain, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Nothing was growing yet. God had created, and yet nothing was growing yet because he hadn't sent rain yet. And the rain of the Holy Spirit has already fallen. Let me just tell you that today. But there weren't any people to cultivate the soil. I'm just thinking that God always uses people. He has from day one when he created man. And he said, I got to have somebody partner with me to see things grow, to think, see things come to fruition. Tag, you're it. God always uses people to accomplish his work. The Lord doesn't have a backup plan. Did you know that? He didn't have a backup plan. When he left, he said, tag, you're it. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Bring the good news. This isn't just for preachers either. We're all the body of Christ. His anointing rests on us to proclaim the good news. And his anointing flows from the head on down. Jesus Christ on down. If you're his child, you carry his anointing. You say, who? Me? Are you kidding? Me? I looked in the mirror this morning. Ah. Yes, you. Little old you. God has placed his anointing on your life. He has touched you and said, you're it. God is using unlikely people in overlooked places to do extraordinary things in his anointing and power. Let me say it again. God's using unlikely people. I was afraid of everyone growing up. Don't talk to me. I'm hiding behind my mom. I'm serious. I was a little kid. I was scared to death. People asked me to do things. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> and yet, God uses unlikely people in overlooked places to do extraordinary things in his anointing and power. He's using us to bring good news, this good news of great joy that's for everyone. There is a Savior. He's using you to pray. He's using you to plant seeds. He's using you to water. He's using you to spread this good news.
And I want to thank you for praying for Danny Miller. God's touching that boy. Danny, we're praying for you. God is doing a miracle in your life today. Hallelujah. Not, yeah. Glory to God. When nobody knows what to do, God always knows what to do. Thank you, Jesus. Not this week, but next week we're going to take a week and we're going to fast and pray. I'm going to send you an email this week to tell you all about it. We're going to give the first fruits of this year to God. We're going to see some miracles take place. And then on Friday, January 15th, we're going to have a a prayer celebration here at 7 o'clock. You don't want to miss that. Put it on your calendar. Friday, January 15th. Come on now. But here, it's, it's our job. We've been anointed for this, this task of bringing the good news to the poor. And Jesus is begging us to open up our eyes and to see those around us. John chapter 4, verse 4, he, Jesus, had to go through Samaria on the way. Eventually, he came to the Samaritan village of Sychar near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. And Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. That, that scripture jumped out at me the other day in my life journal reading. Even Jesus got tired, and he had to sit down wearily by the side of the well. I mean, he was worn out. He'd been given and given and given, and he was tired and exhausted. And it says, soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone to the village to buy some food, and the woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. And she said to Jesus, you're a Jew, and and I'm a Samaritan woman, two strikes. Why are you asking me for a drink? And Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you. (laughs) If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you're speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. And they engage in a dialogue that blows the woman's mind because Jesus knows her. I mean, he really knows her. He knows her story. He knows her background. He knows where she's been, what she's done. And can I tell you today, Jesus really knows you too. And he loves you just like he loved this woman. He knows everything about you and he sees great potential in you. (laughs) And the woman's life gets rocked by this incredible encounter with Jesus. So what does she do? She goes back to town and tells everyone. And then the disciples show up in verse 31. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging Jesus, Rabbi, eat something. But Jesus replied, I've got a kind of food you know nothing about. I've been eating. (laughs) I'm satisfied right now. I'm not hungry anymore. I'm not tired. I'm not weary. I am satisfied. The disciples would question, did someone bring him food while we're gone? Jesus explained, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. He said, 
I'm filled up right now because I've, I've done what God asked me to do and I've finished his work. He always starts to work. We get to be the finishers. God's looking for some hungry finishers. Touch your neighbor. Tag, you're it. Tell him. Tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. He's looking for some harvesters. Jesus went on and he said, you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up. Look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. The harvesters are paid good wages and the fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. What joy awaits both the planter and the harvester alike. You know the saying, one plants another harvest. It's true. I sent you to harvest where you didn't plant. Others have already done the work. And now you will get to gather the harvest in. Come on. Awesome God. We get to harvest. It's time. He says, wake up. Look around. Check it out. Everybody's ready. Those who are ready are going to be harvested. God needs harvesters. I love how this ends. Verse 39, many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the woman had said, he told me everything I did. And when they came out to see him, they begged him to stay in their village. So he stayed for two days, long enough for many more to hear his message and believe. And then they said to the woman, now we believe not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard him ourselves. And now we know that he is indeed the savior of the world. They were set free because someone, someone, Shared the good news. And this someone didn't have a good reputation with anybody in town. You're sitting there going, yeah, but I can't. I, I, nobody, everybody knows me. I don't know. What am I going to do? What am I going to say? I don't know. I... You're someone in God's eyes. When he changes you, he places his anointing on you. Someone was willing to tell them about Jesus. Someone invited them to come and see. They were held captive no more. Oh, how simple. How freeing. We simply bring good news. We proclaim. And he does all the heavy lifting. You're not called to be a Bible concordance. You aren't called to know everything in the Word of God. You're just called to be a witness. What have you seen? What have you heard? What have you experienced? A witness. Tag. You're it. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim that captives will be released.
Martin Luther King Jr. said, the first question which the priest and the Levite asked was, if I stop to help this man, what will happen to me? He said, but the, the good Samaritan reversed the question. If I do not stop to help this man, what will happen to him? If I fail to do what I know to do, what's going to happen to the captive? The reality is if we don't bring this good news, then the captives will still be captive. If we don't obey what the Spirit is saying to us, many will remain in captivity and possibly perish forever. And God always uses people. He partners with us. All we've got to do is obey the Spirit's nudge. It's, it's never a shout. It's always a nudge. Go ahead, just nudge your neighbor nice and easy. No bruised ribs. It's a nudge. And you feel it. And you know. And you get choked up and you're thinking, I can't, I can't, I can't. Go, go ahead, go ahead. The reality is if we don't bring this good news, then the captives will still be captive. If we don't obey what the Spirit is saying to us, Many will remain in captivity and possibly perish forever. And God always uses people. He partners with us. All we've got to do is obey the Spirit's nudge. It's, it's never a shout. It's always a nudge. Go ahead, just nudge your neighbor nice and easy. No bruised ribs. It's a nudge. And you feel it. And you know. And you get choked up and you're thinking, I can't, I can't, I can't. You go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just say something. Do what I'm asking you to do. When we obey the Spirit's nudged, captives will be released because we're anointed we are carriers of this good news we simply proclaim captives will be released whatever has you held whatever has you bound whatever sin whatever situation you will be released in the name of Jesus doesn't matter how long you've been in captivity doesn't matter how strong your captor is doesn't matter how strong the addiction seems how, how big the sin is how incredibly overwhelming the situation seems to be no matter how much the enemy has stolen from you in captivity God's going to set you free and not only set you free he's going to restore you God says I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten not just set free but restored You ever see an old beater and somebody takes it, puts some tender loving care into it, takes it over to Richie's body shop, <laughs> body work, paint job, that I don't know what they do to make it, whatever that is. What is that, a gloss coat or something? It's like, whoa. 
And, and when it comes out of the shop, you're going, it looks better than new. Did it get beat up? Absolutely. Did somebody else look at it and say, it's ruined, it can't be brought back? Probably. But God, he says, I'll set you free and I will restore to you the years. The years that the locust has eaten. I'll restore the years that seem to have been stolen from you and gone, never to be brought back. God said, I'll give it back to you. That's the God we serve. That's the amazing God we serve. We're carriers of this good news. <laughs> Isn't that fun? We get to carry this good news. Captives will be released. And we're anointed for such a time as this. We have an anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. And I've heard that all my life. And I, I'm like, what does that even mean? It's found in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. King James Version says, It shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And Jesus said, he's anointed me to bring good news. So what is anointing? Well, in the NIV, there's a, a closer translation to the Hebrew in that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. And I'm thinking, yeah, but in 2016, I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be fat. Try to get rid of the fat, right? But it's, it's a growth that, that makes you larger than life and that yoke that has held you and bound you, you know the yoke of the oxen, right? That kept them going in the, the way the, the plower wanted to go. And the yoke was built for each oxen. But when they grew to a certain point, that wooden oak couldn't handle them any longer. And it had to break because they had grown beyond what they were. Come on, somebody. God's anointing is going to make you greater than you've ever been before, not because of you, but because of His power resting on you. His anointing will break the yoke. He will grow you to the point that it breaks you out of the bondage, out of the burdens, out of your human limitations, that which has bound you in the past, and the limitations that others have placed upon you. Because sometimes we're still living with the thought, no, you can't do that. Who, don't you know who you are? You'll never be. And God says, I'm going to place an anointing on you. It's going to break that yoke. That, that bondage, those boundaries that you thought you were contained in. 
Come on, somebody. There's a reason to get happy today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The yoke will be broken because you've grown so fat. There are no limitations because of his anointing. You will find yourself in 2016 doing things you thought you couldn't do because of his anointing upon you. You will find yourself stepping out of your, your ability into his ability because of his anointing on you in 2016. But you've got to step into it. Don't stay back. Don't stay bound. Don't let the yoke keep you like you've always been. I've always been like this. I'll always be like this. I can't ever. Don't say that. You can. His anointing is resting on you so that you can bring this good news. Captives will be released. Hallelujah. Mm. That was, seems to be impossible will be doable because of his spirit in you and on you. The spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim the captives will be released in 2016. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you just to thank him right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for freedom in Jesus' name. Thank you for freedom in Jesus' name. <laughs> awesome, God. We started this morning at 9 o'clock in prayer at this place. This place was filled with the presence and power of Almighty God. And what you see around this altar is indicative of what God is going to do all year long. People are going to walk free because of the spirit of the living God that is anointing you to bring them good news of great joy. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord gave me this scripture for my family. I'm claiming it for this family as well. Psalm 6511. You, Lord, you crown the year with a bountiful harvest. And I'm standing here today believing for the greatest harvest this church has ever seen in its history. He's crowning this year with a bountiful harvest. And though things may not go as we all think they should, even the hard pathways overflow with his abundance. Amen. Even those paths that seem to be hard, God is going to bring absolute abundance. Get ready for all he wants to do in your life. Get ready for all he wants to do in this family. Get ready for all he wants to do in your family this year. In Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you to stand with me this morning. I want you to lift your hands toward heaven. Say, thank you, Jesus, for all you're doing. Thank you, Lord. You're an awesome God. We worship you. Blind eyes will be opened. Captives will be released. There's an anointing coming upon your servants, Lord. You are raising up a, a, a generation filled with your spirit, a generation, Lord, that knows you, that sees you, that hears you, that says yes to you, a generation, Lord, that, that absolutely does everything you've asked them to do. Lord, give us that, that heart of David. Give us that key, that key, Lord, that, that opens doors that no man can shut, that locks doors that no man can open. Lord, give that key to us, I pray in Jesus' name, as we obey you with everything in us. Lord Jesus Christ, let your anointing, the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God, grow us. Make us fat this year. Make us grow, Lord, to the point that it's not us. It's not us. It's you in us. It's your spirit resting upon us that breaks us out of our humanness, breaks us out of our bondage, breaks us out, Lord, and sets us free to set others free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. While your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed, give the person next to you the privacy of this moment. Maybe you've come here this morning and you've said, you know what, I, I'm captive. I got some stuff going on in my life that I need to be set free from first thing is to get set free from your sin to let this good news that there is a savior there is one who can set you free there is one who can put you on the right path there is one who can forgive you one who can cleanse you one who can give you a brand new start one who has the ability to take you all the way to heaven and that name is Jesus and he's here this morning by his Holy Spirit he's here to set you free and I want to pray with you this morning. And God's going to deliver you. Chains are going to fall off. Blinders are going to come off. You're going to begin to see. You're going to begin to hear clearly. You're going to begin to understand some things. Your life is going to be completely turned around. Because Jesus is here to set you free. Hallelujah. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand up. We're going to pray together. To be set free today. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. All over this room. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Awesome God. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Awesome Jesus. Awesome Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Keep your hands raised. Let's just pray this prayer. Pray it out loud. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. You shall be saved. You will be saved. There's no question about it. Your new life will begin. So pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I confess to you that you are the Lord. You are the Lord of all. You are the Lord of me today. And I place myself under you. Jesus Christ, be my Lord. Set me free today. Set me free in Jesus' name. Bring deliverance in my life. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I believe in you. And I thank you for freedom today 
in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm going to declare my freedom. I'm going to declare I'm walking out of darkness into light, into your marvelous light. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come on, church. Just rejoice today. The blind will see, the lame will walk, the dead will live, and you are God forever. You will reign. The lost are found, the blind will see, the lame will walk, the dead will celebration. Come on, step out from where you are. Join me for a celebration this morning. We're going to thank the Lord for all he's doing. Awesome God. We praise you today, Lord. Glory to your name, Jesus. Awesome Jesus. We worship you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't stay there. Walk out. Walk out. Walk out. Walk out in the name of Jesus. Be set free in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The lost are found. Hey, the lost are found. The blind will see. The lame will walk. The dead will live. And you are God forever. You will reign. Hey, the lost are found. The blind will see. The lame will walk. The dead will. want you to come this way. God is calling us. He wants to anoint us. You, I want you just to say, yes, Lord, I'm in. 2016, I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to do what you asked me to do. I'm going to talk to who you want me to talk to. I'm going to live how you want me to live. I'm all in, Lord. I'm all in. I'm going to do what you are asking of me. Come on. The anointing of God is on you. Thank you, Jesus. The anointing of God is on you. He has anointed you to bring good news. <laughs> the 
Put your hand on somebody's shoulder and just pray the anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage. Lord, the anointing, the anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage. Lord, anoint your people for what you've called them to do this year. From the front to the back, all the way around, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. The anointing, the anointing, the anointing, the anointing that breaks the yoke. The anointing that makes you grow fat. The anointing that makes you grow fat in the spirit. The anointing that gives you ability beyond yourself. Lord, let there be an anointing, an anointing, Lord, in Jesus' name, that the power place would be more anointed than we've ever been before, Lord. From the top on down, flow through us, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to use us to set captives free. You're going to use us to bring sight to the blind. You're going to use us, Lord, to see the oppressed set free. You're going to use us, Lord, to bring your healing power, your anointing, your anointing, Lord, your anointing, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done, Lord. Hallelujah. blessed us with. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know 
and maybe get a little excited this year. You've seen those commercials with the mom. She walks in and she's like, I can't come in today. Jesus doesn't get sick days. He's here and he's well. And he's ready to make your life different today. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for Captain's No More. I'm excited for some big things coming up. And we got some things going on this week. If you've ever worked in the nursery, can you please stand up to your feet for a second? You worked in the nursery here at the Power Place. We want to honor you today. Can we give it up for these? Yeah. No, no, no. Continue to stand. Continue to stand. You don't need to sit down. You don't need to sit down. It's good. You've done enough behind closed doors. We want to see your faces now. We just want to thank you from the power place. Thank you for being givers. Y'all give. You miss a Sunday in here and you dedicate it to the kids. We want to say thank you. We want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being people that lead because by being in there, you're leading our next generation. And we, we thank you for that. We thank you because you go, you go hidden. Where you're not seen. You're, you're in a room separate. But we want to say thank you today and we want to show your faces to those around. You guys are amazing. Come on, can we give it up for these? You can be seated. 
Nursery Workers Night Out is coming up January 8th, all right? If you've ever wanted to be a nursery, which I don't know anybody that said, I want to be a nursery, but there are weirdos out there. And I believe that we have some weirdos in this church. And if you want to be a part of the nursery, and, and maybe you already are a part of the nursery, January 8th is your night. Uh, come on out. We have uh, here at 7 o'clock at the church. You guys are just going to party it up. Allie, uh, Allie is going to host that night. And if, if you need more information about that night, you can email Allie at alliethepowerplace.org. What? That's not on my notes. It's at the Reinheimer's house. It's not here. Don't come into church. It's at the Reinheimer's house. It's not on my notes, I promise. They're going to do it at the Reinheimer's house. It's going to be an awesome night, January 8th. Ladies, that's your night to leave the kids home. Or is there daycare? Is there childcare? There's no childcare. So leave your, leave your kids at home with your hubby and just say, honey, I got a night out. I got to go party it out with the nursery workers. All right? <laughs> yeah. Trust me, they know how to get crunk. Um, I'm just kidding. That was weird. Let's bring it back to Jesus. Tomorrow, tomorrow night, we have Fuse, our young couples ministry. It's going to be awesome. We're meeting at the Grandizios. If you've never been to Fuse, you need to get plugged in. 2016 is your year. Tomorrow night, we have Pastor Greg and Christy coming out. They're going to be filling us up for 2016. We're going to toast in the new year right and, uh, and do it up. So if you are a young couple, maybe you're even a little older, it's okay. We accept you too. Uh, we want you to come out. If you need more information, please come see me or Brittany. We'd love to get you plugged in. But that's tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Um, and we're going to be out at, uh, at the Grandizios. And then also, if you need childcare, it will be provided. It'll be here at the church um, for free of charge just to have a good night out and a date night. Amen. Everybody needs a date night. Yeah, it's good stuff. In Malachi 3.10, it says, Bring the whole tithe into the, into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Tell me, test me in this says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. 2016 is a year where I want to push further than I've ever pushed, and I want to give more than I've ever given. And I don't know about you, but I say we team up and do this together and say, Jesus, this year, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and do what you said. We're going to test you in this. And we're going to give more than we've ever given before. And we're going to trust that you're going to bring it back tenfold to bless your house today. Uh, we're already seeing it. We're already, we've already reached our, our quota of 100 grand. That's phenomenal. And that's something to celebrate. That's something to celebrate. We are so excited about 2016 and what God has in store for us. And it starts with us. Jesus has called us here to be a light to the darkness. Where their light is, darkness cannot be. And so let's give of ourselves. Let's give of our tithes and our offerings today and be all that Jesus has called us to be. Amen. Come on, let's pray for this offering today. Jesus, we love you. We thank you, God. We thank you for who you are and what you're doing. Lord, I pray that you would bless this offering. Take it, Jesus, and, and further it, Lord God, beyond what we could ever imagine or think, Lord. We love you and we thank you in your name. Amen. Stop. Pause. Selah. Remembering where you've been is the way to keep going further. What has happened makes us who we are, but what is to come opens a whole new collection of possibilities.
We are here, now, in this moment, because of all the moments that have led up to this one. And now, the future calls us to capture these moments, to learn, to grow, and together to pursue a life that is full of breathtaking experiences. Celebrating what has been and is to come. stand with me today let's remember this we get to harvest and captives will be set free we get to harvest and captives will be set free Jesus came here with a purpose and that purpose was not to leave you where you're at but it was to take you where he wants you to be and so let's be all that Jesus has called us to be today because we get to harvest Amen. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for who you are. God, we thank you for what you're doing. God, I declare 2016 to be a year that has, is better than any other year. God, I pray that you would grow us more than you have ever grown us before, Jesus. I pray that you would stretch us beyond what we ever could imagine. Jesus, I pray, Lord, for every family represented here, Jesus, that you would pour out who you are upon them. This year, God, I pray for favor. I pray for grace and mercy. This year, Jesus, do things that we've never seen before. We're believing for huge, huge things. We love you, God, and we thank you. We thank you in advance, Jesus, today. In your name. And everybody said, amen. Hey, happy 2016. Captains no more. Don't miss it next week. We'll see you. Thanks for coming.